What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the station, its staff, management, or ownership. Thanks for tuning in to Clearview Hudson Valley on your favorite local iHeartRadio station. Proudly brought to you each week by Accident Insurance Services, an independent insurance agency helping clients like you save on auto, home, and business insurance. Visit AccentFGInsurance.com for more info. Hey, it's Uncle Mike, and joining me this week in the studio... From Big Brothers Big Sisters of Orange County is Mary Kate Lowe, who's the executive director. Good morning, Mary Kate. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming out. We're going to talk about Big Brothers Big Sisters here in Orange County and uh, a lot that's going on. Your, your biggest part of your organization is mentoring young people. And when we get into this, you're going to tell us about the shortage you have of mentors. Then we need people to get involved in this. You're a nonprofit and you need donations like any charity does to keep going. But before we get started, Mary-Kate, I always like the listeners to find out a little bit about the voice behind the microphone. So if you could just give us a little bit about your background and how you got involved with Big Brothers Big Sisters. Sure. Uh, So I actually worked with the um, organization for about five and a half years as a mentoring manager. So I was a staff member with the agency from 2012 to about 2017. And I loved my position. I fell in love with the mission, fell in love with mentoring, fell in love with prevention and the understanding of that we don't do enough prevention in our world. Um, So I really just loved that position. And I had to move on for personal reasons. But then I spent about four years in foster care and I was a family clinician and uh, very quickly realized that it was not where I wanted to stay and I wanted to get back into prevention. So my education background, I have a master's in social work and a master's in nonprofit management. Uh, and a master's in nonprofit management led me back to some of my relationships that I had with my colleagues and coworkers at uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters. And there, the executive director's position was vacant and I was invited to apply and uh, had a really good conversation with the board and uh, walked through the interviewing process for the executive director's position last fall. And I started in January this year. And I'm just, uh, here I am in my ninth month of my position. So it's been a really interesting journey so far. You know, I always believe things happen for a reason. And obviously the story you just told, it happened for a reason. I mean, Absolutely. It was what, what you were, what you were trained to do really is what you're doing, mm-hmm. which is great. That doesn't often happen. Right. So that's interesting that you ended up back at, you know, kind of full circle, which is always a great thing when it happens. Mary Kate, uh, first of all, the website that that you're going to go to to find out more about is mentorachild, all one word, mentorachild.org. And that will take you to the Orange County Big Brothers Big Sisters organization. Correct. And there are some links on there. You are part of a national, you're affiliated with a national organization, but you are Big Brothers Big Sisters of Orange County. Correct. So we are a independent agency. Um, The we're an affiliate to the Big Brothers Big Sisters of America, which means that the mentoring one-to-one mentoring model that we use is the branding of the national office. So um, all of the service delivery model and how we implement one-to-one mentoring is um, dictated or implemented from our national office. So we kind of use their guidelines and their foundation here in Orange County to serve the community here. 
And it's very important. As I mentioned earlier, they're a nonprofit and they need financial help. They need donations. But any donation you make to the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Orange County stays right here in Orange County. The money is applied to this mentoring program, basically is where most of the money goes. So again, if, you, if, you're, if you're thinking about helping them, your money is going to stay right here in Orange County, which is very important. Right. So I, I think the biggest thing for um, to share out to the community is that the money, um, if you're a financial supporter, the money definitely goes directly to the one-to-one mentoring. So we have community-based programming or we have school-based programming. Um, and the money is to use to support um, the building and the creation of a mentoring relationship. Um, but it's also to support the development of uh, that relationship once it's designed and once it's established. Um, so any donation really goes to the heart and the soul of the mission in terms of the work that's put into building those mentoring relationships and then making sure that that mentor and that child um, get off on a good foot and uh, be able to be successful in their mentoring relationship. Again, I'm speaking with Mary-Kate Lowe, who's the executive director of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Orange County. Uh, The website is mentorachild.org. They've got an event coming up on November 12th, which we're going to talk about in a a few minutes. Uh, It's a fundraiser that's uh, just ahead of us here. But uh, before we get into that, Mary-Kate, so mentoring is the biggest part of your program. And I say it all the time. Unfortunately, especially the last couple generations of our children have been left to their own devices in a lot of ways. And what I mean by that is anyone who has children in this economy especially knows both parents have to work just to survive. And with both parents working there isn't a parent home all the time. It's just not possible. Sure. And and unfortunately, I think when children get to a certain age that they're kind of left to their own devices and they kind of raise themselves. And that's a problem. And it's become a big problem. And that's where your program really is filling a void because the mentoring that's going to take place, not going to replace the parent, but it's going to help that gap, or bridge that gap. And you've got a shortage of mentors right now. So first of all, let's explain to people what they, what kind of qualifications, qualifications do they need to have to be a mentor? Sure. So uh, mentoring, one of the things I love about mentoring is because it's such a, we have such a variety um, in terms of who our mentors are. Our mentors have to be 18 years and older. They have to have a valid driver's license. And they have to walk with us in the enrollment process. Um, We want to ensure that all of our volunteers that come through are positive, are healthy, um, are able to build relationships with children that have such broken lives and have um, inconsistency in their life with um, the families that they're growing up in. So we go through a full enrollment process to ensure that the volunteers that are coming to us are coming to us for the, the right reasons and they're able to commit to the experience. Um... We do a, within the enrollment process, we do reference checks, we do training, uh, we talk to our volunteers about the different types of families that we work with. Um, And then once they're in the match, they um, are supported. They're not just matched and let go. Um, They do connect with a staff member and they do have a mentoring manager that they'll connect to once a month uh, to just talk about goals and talk about the relationship development and talk about Um, the challenges that they might be facing, but also the joys and the accomplishments of um, that relationship that they're having with that uh, young child. So in terms of profession, um, we like all types of professions. Um, In terms of background, ethnicity, demographics, um, we like all types of backgrounds. Um, We are an organization that really is open to diversity and welcome a variety of different people to join our mission to mentor 
the children because the biggest thing is um, being able to provide those children opportunities to new experiences and learn different lifestyles and um, kind of have a, a little bit of a door or a window to walk through um, outside of the environment that they're living in, outside of the families that they're growing up in. So it makes sense that the people that you're interested in, in to becoming, uh, bringing on as mentors need to be from all different backgrounds and very well-rounded because the children that you're dealing with are exactly that. They have all different backgrounds. They have everything you could imagine they've gone through. And so you, you re there isn't really any criteria other than the basic that you just talked about. And then they're going to receive training moving forward. And like you said, they're not thrown to the wolves. They're, you know, they're, they have a professional staff member who they, they report to, but who they have, if they run into something that they don't know how to handle, they immediately have a, a resource to go to. So that's important. So people understand that it's, it's something anybody can do really. I mean, if, if you're interested in helping children, which what this is all about and not only helping them, but helping them grow and helping them through some troubled times, this is a great job for you, right? Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing to mention is commitment. Um, again, because we work with families that are so inconsistent and we have children that have adults going in and out of their life. Um, traditionally, Big Brothers Big Sisters is based off of single parent households, but we're seeing a lot of different family makes, makeup. So um, we do have families that we serve that are two parent households. Uh, the commitment piece in terms of our volunteers, uh, we ask one to two times a month that they're spending with that child. So it works out to be about four to six hours a month. Um, and really thinking about it in terms of very simplistic um, activities. So if you're spending your Saturday morning doing chores and going food shopping and going to the bank and um, having to drop things off at different places, uh, going to the laundromat or whatever you do on a Saturday morning, take your little with you because that's going to teach them um, responsibility. It's going to teach them that we need to do all of these little mundane things in our lives to kind of make ourselves successful and organize ourselves and be a successful adult. In the beginning of that mentoring relationship, uh, you're spending um, we ask that volunteers be mindful of the time that they're spending, and we don't want to kind of come out of the gate uh, from the very beginning. Um, so you are sticking to that one to two times a month, four to six hours a month. Um, over time, uh, you might be able to increase that um, depending on how the relationship is going and thinking about it in the sense of how do you build your own friendships in your own life? Um, you don't just spend all this time with this one person that you just met all up front. Over time, you get to know them. Um, and then down the road, maybe a year later, two years later even, maybe that's when you're going on the family vacation together. Or maybe that's when you are spending a long weekend together with that friend. Think about it the same way with that little. Um, you're intertwining your lives with this little um, to give this little, this child, this young um, youth an opportunity to see something different from the experiences that they're going through. So it's interesting because in the veteran world, most veterans, after they serve, to come all the way home is very difficult because of what they've been through. And PTS with them is a huge problem. But the only thing that works in the veteran world is peer-to-peer -peer mentoring. That's the only thing that really works. Even if you're a very talented clinical psychologist, you were never in the situation they were in, mm -hmm. and a veteran just won't trust you. Mm -hmm. Now, I would think with your situation, with your mentors and the children, the, the initial part is you've, you've, gotta have a, you've gotta establish a bond and a trust. Because not only sharing different experiences with them, but giving them the ability maybe to talk to an adult in a different way than they can their own parents or anyone who's in their life, that it's got to be a huge advantage. And if, if the mentor can 
establish that bond and get their trust or they'll talk to them. That's got to be part of the process, I would think. Absolutely. I think that's a a huge component of what we do as Big Brothers Big Sisters. Um, It's Again, we're working with children that have had a lot of trauma, have had a lot of inconsistencies and and people coming in and out. Um, A majority of our young little brothers um, don't have any fathers in their lives, um, you know, because of uh, the environment that the county is in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Newburgh has a high rate of gang violence and um, Orange County is one of the highest in our region for opioid addiction. So these young children are seeing so many negatives around them. Um, and the adults in their lives are not positive and um, they don't really trust very easily. Uh, so we do have to ensure that the volunteers that come in are going to commit to building that trust with that youth. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen within the first couple of months. It may not even happen within the first year of that relationship. Um, but it's so important for the commitment piece for that volunteer to stay with that little and really help them learn um, because we are an organization that is trying to develop um, the potential of these young children. So trust is one of those qualities that people need to have to have successful lives, um, among other qualities for sure. But um, if they don't trust anybody, they're not going to be able to uh, lead healthy lives in, in their future. Well, I mean, obviously, if a child gets to a point where they think that they're completely on their own, they got to fend for themselves and, and they've got to make all the decisions. We all know, you know, at an age of, of you know, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, they shouldn't be in that position. They should have somebody who is directing them, for lack of a better word. And if they don't have that, that's where your organization comes in. That's going to put somebody in that place eventually, hopefully, that will fill that role. And, uh, and so I see your, your your point about commitment is huge because you don't want to have a child going through that to start to make a, a connection and all of a sudden have that person not there anymore. That's going to be, even, that's going to be another setback that they don't need. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be difficult with what you described with, with the gang violence and the, and the drug addiction and everything that's going on. What children today, you know, I can think about when I was that age, there was nothing like that going on in Orange County. I grew up in Monroe and, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, you know, and Newburgh, when I was a kid was, I remember going with my mother shopping in Newburgh. You know, on, on uh, you know, down on water, down in the main water drag where all the problems are. And I would, we would go, she would go dress shopping and, you know, we, we would leave the car unlocked. There wasn't, mm-hmm. so you're not talking about a large expanse of time. I mean, I am getting old, but I'm not that old <laughs> where it wasn't that long ago. But now it's come to a point where it is a bad situation. And like you said, a, a child, children, are, you know, not having both parents. I think a lot of people would try to tell you, well, that's that's the way life is. But it, it is a big deal not having both parents mm-hmm. for a for a young male. Not having a father is is huge. Mm-hmm. And for a young female, not having a mother mm-hmm. is huge because we've raised kids and you can't be both. And God bless the single parents. A lot of them do their best at it. and A lot of them are very successful, but you can't. There's no way you can be both. So in that situation, I would think the parents that you're involved with these are happy to have the help as well because the single parents are probably really struggling. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. I think that in terms of the commitment part, um, we also work to make sure that we have a relationship with those parents and the guardians that are taking care of those children in the homes on a regular basis. And we need their buy-in so that they can develop a relationship with that volunteer. Um, In the community-based programming, we allow that volunteer and that parent or guardian to speak on their own and to schedule time that that volunteer is going to spend with that little. Um, Majority of the time, 
volunteers will go to the littles' homes and pick them up from the home and then go out into uh, the community and do some type of activity. Uh, so there is a lot of autonomy in the relationship between the uh, volunteer and that parent or guardian, and they're really also building a relationship. And so it's not just about building a relationship with that child in the mentoring relationship. It is also about connecting with that parent and that guardian. And the um, as much as the volunteer focuses on that child and and encouraging and motivating that child, um, they're also kind of looking out for the family. And if they recognize anything that that child is going through or some of the challenges that they're seeing, observing, uh, hearing uh, about, they can always bring it to the agency. And we have the opportunity then to possibly provide some resources to that family that could be helpful. Um, so again, the volunteer's focus is that child and that one-to-one mentoring um, again, that child is um, their main priority in terms of developing and, and uh, working towards positive youth development. Uh, but they're also there to support the family indirectly, um, and they have that really good opportunity. And that's why we connect the volunteers and then the parent and the guardians once a month with a staff member uh, so that we can see the whole picture. We can really get to know that family and put the place that, put the resources in place that are that are needed. Sure. I'm, I'm speaking with Mary-Kate Lowe, who's the executive director of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Orange County. We're talking about the mentoring program, which is the, the real main part of Big Brothers Big Sisters. You know, Mary-Kate, I would think you're making the point that the whole family has to be involved and, and your, your counselors are, are involved with the family. But to a certain extent, I would think for the parent that's going through this to eventually establish someone they can trust their child to be with gives them, for lack of a better word, a break. I mean, if you're a single parent working two or three jobs and trying to do the best you can to raise your child, it's it's exhausting. And, and at some point, you're not ever going to admit it, but you do need a break. And your big brother, big sister mentor is going to eventually, once the trust is made, is going to give them that break. Yeah, I think that's so true. I think that... Um as the parent and the guardian get into the experience and they recognize the benefit that that mentor has for their child, they that child then has leaps and bounds. You know, um, if we can get the buy-in from the parent and guardian and we can get the commitment to develop that relationship with them, not only with an, as an agency, but again with the volunteer and that parent um, or guardian, whoever that child is being raised by, the more they're open to conversation, the more they're open and willing to allow that mentoring relationship to develop naturally, um, the more successful that mentoring relationship can be. So it is on the agency's um, side and in our professional work that we work with the the parents and the guardians and the families to help them understand the purpose and the meaning of the mentoring relationship. And it really is a blessing when we do see those parents that are invested. And uh, it is really um a really awesome outcome when those parents and the, those guardians are um, able to really allow that mentoring relationship to flourish. Um, and and unfortunately, there are some families that are that struggle in in that mentoring relationship. And um, you know, it's just a matter of um, allowing them and helping them through, um, or explaining and helping them understand the purpose of that mentor. You know, so uh, if you if you're interested in what we're talking about with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Orange County, the website is Mentor a Child. All one word, mentorachild.org. Very simply, you go there and everything we're talking about will be on the site and more than we're talking about. Mary-Kate, I think one of the other interesting things is you talk about the family buying in. So in today's world, reality is that it's not just parents that are raising. It's grandparents, aunts and uncles, maybe close friends. You know, children aren't always in this situation because of uh, uh, of trauma. 
in other words, because of problems, they may have lost both parents and they may be raised by their grandparents, an aunt or an uncle, or maybe a foster situation. And that's even more of a, a reason to have somebody stable. And I'm not saying the grandparents, but their grandparents are, they're at a point in their life where they're not really used to raising children. So I'm sure for the child to have someone closer to a parent's age, and I'm not, let's not get, I don't want any <laughs> phone calls, you're being age discriminated, because I'm not, because a lot of grandparents do a great job, mm -hmm. but they're just not in that position to raise a child. They've done that already. Or it may be an aunt or an uncle who never had children, or it may be a, a stranger, for lack of a better word, a close friend that's raising them. And I would think that's even more of a need for big brothers, big sisters. Right. So uh, oftentimes the environment is the concern that that child is in. Um, we know for a fact, and people can argue this up and down all day, but we know for a fact that the parents love their children sure. and they only want the best for them. Um, but sometimes life doesn't allow them to give them what they want. So um, they might have to have an aunt or an uncle raise that child or that grandparent raise that child or a foster care parent raise that child. So um, Big Brothers Big Sisters is here to allow that child to have that one special adult in their life to really be there and listen and, and care for them. Um, so I think that with the parents and the guardians, there's opportunity in um, giving them the space to, to feel um, like they are doing a good job and that they are putting the resources in that child's life. Um, and feel like they're making good decisions for that child. So for everyone listening to us, if, if you're a, a mother and father with a healthy family and everything is going great and you're listening to this saying, well, it doesn't apply to me. Well, it does because we need you to become mentors. Now, if you're listening to us and you're struggling with a child for whatever reason, you already know what we're talking about because you're living it. So everyone listening has a stake in this. If, if you are if you have a healthy family, you are an asset to Big Brothers Big Sisters. You're someone, if you have the time and the inclination to get involved, you're invaluable because you're already in that model that you're hoping for. So yeah, this does apply to you too because we need your help. But if And if you're struggling, obviously you already know what we're talking about and, and you need it from another angle you need to help. So I think it's important for everyone listening, this does affect you. In, in one way or another, and your children. And I think that regardless of your your family makeup, your family background, wherever you are in life, whatever challenges are presented, there's always room for positive adults in children's lives. Um, I grew up in a very uh, well-rounded home. I had two parents that um, gave me a lot of positive um, encounters and, and, and experiences and values and ethics. And um, I also had a lot of family members that I looked up to. I had a lot of um, positive adult role models that I looked up to through um, all of the um, organizations and clubs and dancing that my parents were able to put me mm -hmm. in, um, even my faith, uh, my church. So I know what it's like to have that positivity in my life. I know what it's like to have other adults other than my mom and my dad to look towards and to see different examples of healthy relationships. And that's what I want for the children of Orange County. I want um, the children of Orange County to know that there are positive adults in our world uh, because so often they're not seeing those positive decisions and those healthy decisions and they're not seeing how to build a good life for yourself. 
Um, and the negativity, the gangs, the violence, the drugs are overpowering them. And they're um, they're not being given the choice or they're not being given the chance to do something different. Um, so I think that if we can all work together and just recognize in ourselves that there's uh, possibility in just spending one-on-one time with the child, uh, we really could build a better Orange County and we can really build a better world. Sure. And with everything we're talking about, the reality is they are a nonprofit and they need funding and they need your help. They need donations. If, if you're not able to donate your time or to become a mentor, you still can help by donating financially. Uh, they have a fundraiser coming up on November 12th. That's a Thursday evening. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. November 12th is a Saturday, I think. Yes. A Saturday evening from 4 to 6.30 at the Jewish Community Center in Newburgh. It's a trivia evening, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, and you can find out all about that on the website, mentorachild.org. The information is up there about it. So here's an opportunity maybe to go to a, a fun night with your family and find out a little bit more about Orange County's uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters program. You know, it, it's just, it, it's incredible when you think about how many children are in this situation. And I think one of the big points is, before we run out of time, is, you know, your children have a lot of children they're friends with. And you may, it's important if they're getting feedback from those children, you know, the children, the kids will talk to each other all the time. So you may, if you hear your children talking about, you know, someone next door or someone they go to school with that they think is really struggling or really having a hard time, get involved. You know, don't, you know, maybe reach out to, to big brothers, big sisters and say, listen, we're hearing this about this child and we think there might be a problem. Do you think you can, and then you can get involved because sometimes, you know, the parents are doing the best they can, they believe, and they don't want any outside help because they think they can do it. And there's a lot of them that can't, not through their own fault, but they can't. So if you see a child struggling, whether through your children or if you notice a child somewhere, maybe a, a teen that's working somewhere that seems troubled, don't, you know, that, that old cliche about if you see something, say something, that's real. And, and it can be a huge help for a child. I think also... So many parents, guardians that struggle, they don't know what resources are available to them. Uh, so the more that we can share this particular program and other types of nonprofits that are working for youth positive development, um, the more parents and guardians have opportunities to place experiences in their children's lives to give them the most opportunity to become their biggest potential. So I think a lot of it is uh, sharing of resources. And like you said, if you if you see a family struggling, um, just offer the opportunity to call Big Brothers Big Sisters. We do um, talk with our school districts in the county and a lot of the school liaisons, the social workers or the family engagement counselors in the school districts are our referral source. But oftentimes we do like to speak with the parent and guardian directly. So we will absolutely talk with a referral source um, and gather the basic information. But we encourage that parent and guardian to call us directly uh, because we do engage that parent and that guardian, that whole family in the mentoring relationship. And the bottom line is if there's nothing wrong, then there's nothing wrong. It's okay. But if there is, then there's an opportunity to help. And and that that's an opportunity we never want to miss with a child if we don't have to. And, and I think even just um, if you, we have a child that is stable and is doing okay, a mentor can also help that child stay stable sure. um, and allow, and, and that's true prevention right there. Um, allowing that child to, know that they're doing okay and know that they can reach for the stars. So that, um, so basically what I'm trying to say here is that uh, we don't just need to work with 
the children that are so heavy in trauma and facing so many different challenges. We can also work with those children that do possibly come from a good home, um, but they just need that extra little comfort and that encouragement to know that they're doing okay and that they are going to be successful in their life. So uh, because Big Brothers Big Sisters is prevention, uh, the mentoring model can work in a prevention model um, or in a prevention aspect as well. Mary-Kate, it's the fastest 30 minutes in radio, Yes, it was. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think it's very important. And, and one of the, I'm sure one of the, the real joys for you is to have a child go through the program, become an adult and come back and help. That's got to be so gratifying. And I'm sure that happens. We've seen a few. Um, we've seen a lot of long-term relationships. We've seen a lot of long-term stories kind of come back to us. I, I actually was just in uh, touch with the previous executive director who, uh, Nancy Kozlowski, was the first one mm-hmm. that started the program. Um, and she was the ED for 38 years. And she's still in touch with a lot of her matches uh, that she built and she um, kind of supported throughout her years. And um, one of the little sisters stayed in touch with her big sister. And uh, they, the little sister and her family were living down in Florida and got hit by the hurricanes recently. So um, Nancy and uh, the big sister had created a GoFundMe page and kind of spread the word. And um, we shared it on our Big Brothers Big Sisters Facebook page. And um, so stories like that kind of come back to us and to kind of see the impact um, in the long run. Um, but yeah, we've seen um, over over the years, we've seen some little uh, little sisters, or little brothers, then will step up for themselves and, and become mentors in, in the long run, which is amazing to that's see. That's fantastic when that happens. So again, uh, Mary-Kate, thank you for coming out. November 12th, they need your help. It's a trivia evening from 4 to 6.30 p.m. at the Jewish Community Center in Newburgh, New York. To find out about that and more about Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Orange County, go to mentorachild.org. That's mentorachild, all one word, dot org. Mary-Kate, thanks for coming out. I enjoyed the conversation. We'll have you back again real soon because we didn't get to some of the things we wanted to get to, right? Absolutely. I would love to come back and share more about the the program. So thank you for having me and allowing me to share about Big Brothers Big Sisters. All righty. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Clearview Hudson Valley. And I want to remind you that all the episodes are available on the Clearview Hudson Valley podcast, available at iHeartRadio.com. I'm Uncle Mike, and if I don't see you out and about, I'll catch you on the radio. Have a great week, everyone.